Welcome to the Fedora Podcast, a proud member of the Destination Linux Network. This is Season 2, Episode 8. This is the podcast to teach you about how the Fedora community works. We bring you news, interviews, and more. I'm Grayson, and today my co-host Edward brings us an interview with Ben Cotton, the Fedora Program Manager. Hello, Ben. Hello, it's good to be here. Thank you for coming. Well, uh, your role is the Fedora Program Manager in the Fedora Project. Uh, so what is the Fedora Program Manager role inside the Fedora Project? Well, I like to think of it as the chief cat herding officer. Uh, but, you know, really there's sort of a core set of duties that uh, revolve around planning and scheduling the releases, which includes tracking change proposals and the implementation of changes during the development cycle. Um, and then release time coordinating with the QA team, release engineering, the Fedora Engineering Steering Committee, and other bodies within um, Fedora to make sure we get the release out on time and we're meeting all of our criteria. Uh, I also coordinate with internal Red Hat teams, uh, particularly my fellow program managers who work on Red Hat Enterprise Linux because they are a downstream of Fedora. Uh, what we do here in Fedora then goes on to impact Red Hat's products. Um, so part of my role is to be a liaison with them, as well as sometimes with development teams within Red Hat who are working on things uh, in Fedora. So I you know, frequently meet with the DNF team, as an example, because a lot of what they do um, you know, lands first in Fedora, and it's very user vis visible. And obviously, um, we want to make sure we're well-coordinated and we, you know, make sure Fedora issues get raised to them quickly so that they have time to fix things before releases. Um, I also am the wrangler for our elections. So I make sure that the elections get announced on time, that candidates um, submit their interviews, that the interviews get published, and then um, you know, actually set up the election app and announce the results. Um, I also run the prioritized bug process, which is sort of a way for people to say that you know a bug that may not be a release blocker is still really important and high visibility and we want to try and get extra attention paid to it and try and get that closed more quickly uh, and then the last part of the core duties of my job is to serve as an auxiliary member of the fedora council um, so i'm one of the people who are hired by red hat to work specifically on fedora and so my role on the council is largely um, providing some of the administrative support. So, you know, setting meeting agendas, making sure we're staying on topic, uh, publishing results, things like that. Uh, so that's all the sort of the, the part that is in the job description. And then there's a lot of other places that I contribute um, because Fedora is such an important part of uh, my open source journey and you know is important to the work I do at Red Hat. So I'm an editor for the community blog in Fedora Magazine. I jump in and help with website updates. I maintain a few packages. I provide a little bit of like, program management type support to the IoT team. And then uh, I go to conferences and staff the booth and give presentations. And these are all sort of things that aren't necessarily core to being the program manager. So you know stuff that my predecessors didn't necessarily do and whoever the next program manager is at some point when I move on won't necessarily do, but those are sort of like the extra things that I do to try and help 
the help Fedora overall. Yeah, but that's more like any other contributor can do, no, not, not specifically related to, to the role. Right. Um, one of the things that I've found is that because Fedora is my day job, uh, there are a lot of opportunities for me to jump in and help that I didn't necessarily have when I was working, you know, somewhere else because, you know, I'm sitting there paying attention to Fedora all day. So it's, I, I notice things quickly because I'm not having to go pay attention to my other job. Um, so that's like, you know, with the, the websites thing for, as a, is a good example of, you know, we're, uh, it was release day and there was some, some of the website stuff was wrong. I was like, well, I'm here right now. So I'll be, I'll just jump in and fix it. Yeah, I get it. So, um, something that maybe you can clarify to me as you're a part of your role, you work with some of the upstreams project we work in, for example, like genome or, or DAX specifically for the developers. Not really. Um, that's one of the things that I would really actually love to do more of in the future is, you know, Fedora is downstream of a lot of really big projects like GNOME, like KDE, the Linux kernel, stuff like that. And I would love to have more interaction with the, you know, the major upstream pieces, mostly in sort of a, a listen in mode, but you know, if there's a significant delay in the GNOME schedule, then that's going to you know, severely impact Fedora Workstation. Um, and they're, they're also on a six month release cycle that basically um, it leads ours by a short amount of time. So, you know, GNOME th come, release comes out and a few weeks later it's packaged in Fedora and we're getting ready to do the release. Um, so having more coordination between some of our bigger upstreams would be great. And also I'd, I'd really love to be able to um, have more coordination with sort of peer projects. So, you know, OpenSUSE, Debian, things like that, where we have, you know, other, you know, other distributions or other sort of similarly sized, similarly diverse projects. Um, you know, we're all sort of doing the same work. Everybody has releases they get out. Everybody needs to coordinate, you know, with QA and things like that. And, you know, different projects do it differently, but we're all sort of doing the same core ideas. And it'd be really nice to have this coordination where we could build uh, sort of a body of knowledge together and, you know, help each other uh, get better at how we do our processes. Yeah. Another question that, that normally, normally uh, I ask to everyone that is in, in the podcast is how people can help uh, in the with you um, or how can you help the community? I mean, where is the, a place where you can uh, interact with both community, with you and you with the community? Yeah, so I try and stay really um, involved in the community. A lot of times I'm sort of silently involved. You know, I, there's a lot of mailing lists that I'm subscribed to that I don't ever uh, speak up on. And I sp spend a lot of time in different IRC channels, which I don't usually talk. But a lot of my job is just making sure that all the different moving parts within Fedora know what's going, what's going on. Um, so a lot of, you know, a lot of it is just making sure the information is getting from one place to another. Um, and so to that end, I have, you know, I do weekly posts on the Fedora community blog where I list some, you know, sort of the high level things 
um, announcements on you know package updates uh, change proposal statuses release schedules deadlines things like that uh, and then you know, things that are coming up so that way the community kind of have has one central place as a starting point to say all right what's going on right now um, you know so really the 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 best help I could get from the community would be to make sure that I know about what you're doing. So, you know, if you're on a, a team or, you know, doing something, send me an email and say, Hey, we're getting ready to announce this thing. Or, um, you know, we're doing this major tran transition of, you know, some platform. We're gonna, you know, if you're a language SIG, Hey, we're going to update the language stack in Rawhide. Um, make sure I can get that word out. And then I'd love to see more people contributing to the community blog. It's a, a great place for people to, you know, sort of give internal uh, community facing content announcements. And it's in a central place because, you know, there's no one mailing list that everybody's subscribed to. There's no one IRC channel that everybody's in. Um, you know, a lot of times people think of Devel as you know the mailing list that everyone's on but there are a lot of people in fedora who don't contribute from an engineering standpoint they're working on design or translations or they're you know ambassadors or advocates you know other roles where they may not actually be interested in most of the traffic that goes on in, on the devel mailing list and so you know having a place for people to get that communication back and forth is sort of the hard problem that uh, my role is largely here to work on. Yeah, as a non-technical part that I am in the Fedora project, I see that the, the I, I don't remember, I think you say this called uh, Fedora Project Manager Office Hours, mm -hmm. where we can connect to you with you in IRC uh, quickly and easily to, to talk about things, even the invitation from the podcast I, I sent in you. Uh, from there, because I was, I know for sure that you will be there, working with the community. Yeah, so I, I uh, hold office hours Wednesdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, which is currently 1300 UTC, and uh, that's in Fedora meet the Fedora Meeting One channel on IRC, and you know it's just an hour of me sitting there, and you know there's no structure. I'll I'll usually start off the meeting by dropping a few announcements in there and then it's you know sort of open session for people to drop in if they have something to talk about or if they just want to say hi and if nobody shows up then i work on email until somebody pops in um, but i think that's a really important part of my job is to be you know visible and uh, available to the community you know in a corporate kind of program management role you know Program managers usually don't have a lot of authority, but they have the ability to, you know, if somebody's not getting stuff done or not working well together, they can go to that person's manager, you know, somewhere and, you know, put some pressure on it. You know, in a community like Fedora, I have no ability to go talk to somebody's manager. Um, you know, it's entirely, the only way I can be successful in my job is to have credibility within the community and for the community to trust me and trust that I'm acting in their interests. Um, and so I try really hard to, to earn that trust and to keep it. And part of that is just being available. Um, even if nobody shows up some weeks, that's fine. Cause I was still there. Yeah. I want to go back to something that you comment that was part of your core duties. 
at least the release coordination. I mean, uh, did you plan the dates with every part of the release? When is the beta release? When we start? When the freeze in, in the infrastructure starts? Uh, when it ends? And, and all the, the the release coordination dates are planned by you? Yes. Um, so the, the sort of the the basics of the schedule are actually fairly unchanged from the time I started contributing to Fedora about 10 or 11 years ago. Um, obviously, we've made some changes since then. We don't do alpha releases anymore, for one. Um, but you know, a lot of the schedule preparation that I do now is just copying the previous releases schedule and updating the date. So you know, I change the target final date, and all the other dates you know sort of change and cascade. They're all all the tasks are dependent um, in some some number of layers on the final release date. But one of the things that I do, you know, basically every release cycle is we find things where, boy, it'd be nice if that deadline was a little bit earlier because we're, you know, running late on things. Um, or, you know, every every few releases, I'll just go to a bunch of different teams and say, look, here's the tasks for your, you know, for your team and the release schedule. Do these still make sense? Sometimes um, we we stop doing something because it's not useful anymore, or we just don't have the people available to do it. Uh, and so, you know, there's no point in having that on the schedule anymore, or we this decide thir certain things where, you know, it'd be really helpful to have some sort of reminder checkpoint, like, oh, here's the time we should, you know, do whatever task before the release. And so we'll make tweaks to it. So, you know, we're not reinventing the schedule every release, um, but, you know, no release is qu has quite the same schedule. We're sort of always making iterative improvements to it. Yeah, I, I make this question because uh, it's uh, widely commented that the Fedora release is uh, aligned with the non-releases. Mm -hmm. So this is true in any way? We are really aligning our releases with NOM or is it just pure casuality? <laughs> so that's, there, that's definitely a, a consideration. You know, I, I think that was... I don't know if it was done intentionally, but it's part of the reason why we keep um, our release cadence where it is, is because it's somewhere between four and six weeks, I think, when uh, the GNOME GA is, and then the Fedora GA. Uh, you know, obviously, there are a lot of different upstream projects that we could tie our release schedule around. And, you know, we have in the past made changes to our release schedule. Uh, but you know, we think about the the major components that go into Fedora, especially on our on our editions, and we want to make sure that you know we're releasing as harmoniously as we can. Yeah. Another question that I'm interesting to to do is because your work is not uh, necessarily tied to developer, and it's not. Um, as specialized as, for example, a designer that need to have design tools um, or for a developer to have a specific EDE or some uh, specific libraries to work. I'm interested in which tools do you use to do the, the program manager work? Email, and then some more email and some more email. Um, you know, I think that's probably the biggest one. Um, but, you know, we talked about all the different tasks that I do that are both sort of core to the job and things that I do because I have time to dedicate to Fedora. Um, you know, the, first of all, I think the, the biggest one that's helpful is I have a Taiga board 
that I use basically for myself, where it's just, I have dozens of cards in various states where I'm keeping track of what it is that I'm, I'm working on, what I'm waiting for somebody else and like some of the work I have planned. A lot of my work in terms of like managing change process and things like that and you know bugzilla housekeeping uh there's a lot of small python and Perl scripts that you know, will parse the wiki pages and produce more wiki pages or they'll produce uh you know open bugs for things like that and there are scripts that will go through and you know given a, a file of bugs that are going to reach end of life go through and make the, the automatic bugzilla updates and stuff like that. So a lot of it is just, uh, you know, this small task automation, um, things like that. Um, and then, you know, the actual schedule itself now is, uh, there's a software as a service tool that Red Hat uses called Smartsheet. And so that's what I actually produce, like generate the schedule in. Uh, and then there's an open source Python tool that takes that output and generates it into the schedules I publish to the web. Oh, cool. If I remember correctly, Tigerboard is an open source uh, Kanban board style software? Yeah, so Taiga is an open source um, program manage or project management kind of platform. Uh, it has Kanban boards, it has issue tracker, um, sort of, it's designed to be sort of, uh, sort of like Jira, um, in that sort of level of different ability to have different workflows and different kinds of objects. Uh, and it is open source. It's, um, we have an instance that Fedora pays for hosted by the Tiger project at teams.fedoraproject.org. So that's available for anyone within Fedora to, you know, create a, uh, create a project for their team. So for example, Fedora Magazine uses that for the editorial workflow to track articles in different states and things like that. It's a it's a good tool for collaborating across teams. Yeah, that's what I remember Taiga because I saw the magazine was using it. Well, uh, Ben, um, I don't have any more questions for you. If you have one something that you want to share with the community or any comment you want to do to in in the podcast to let the people know what are you doing what are you working where we can find you how we can help or or any other comment you want to do to the community yeah so I, you know i'm i'm here to serve the community um you know i've been a fedora user and contributor for a long time and now it's my day job so i uh, feel very fortunate to be here and i want to help uh, you know, help the community as much as I can. So if anyone ever has suggestions or questions, um, you know, the best way to get reach me is via email. My email is bcotton at redhat.com or bcotton at fedoraproject.org. Uh, I'm on IRC pretty much all day during the during my workday. Uh, and I'm usually logged in on the evening so you can leave a message and hope, um, you know, I don't have to reboot my laptop before I see it or something. Um, you know, I hold those office hours, uh, you know, weekly on Wednesdays and you know, basically I'm open, you know, anytime, uh, to, to help the community. And, uh, you know, if there are things I can do to help, you know, do some of the administrative, you know, planning and, you know, staying on top of tasks and schedules for teams, I'm happy to help. I'm happy to provide, uh, you know, sort of consulting and advice, um, you know, whatever it takes to make Fedora successful. 
Well, I have a recommendation for you because um, because part of your work is so um, uh, transversal in the project. I think you will be a really good asset in the joint seek because I, I know I, that you will be able to to direct people to the right team to collaborate. Yeah, the, the joint SIG's doing great work. That's a that's a really great suggestion because. Um, I've been really happy to see the new, the new process they rolled out last year, and yeah, it's a great group of people. So that's definitely a place I should start contributing to more. Uh, so, well, Ben, uh, thank you for coming. That was a really interesting interview. Well, thank you for having me. It's uh, great to be on here. Thanks for listening. That was season two, episode eight of the Fedora Podcast, a proud member of the Destination Linux Network. Please visit podcast.fedoraproject.org to find our chat room, send us email, listen to other episodes, and more. I'm your host, Grayson, and Edward did the interview for today. And Trignology made our music. Please subscribe, and we'll see you in a couple of weeks.